ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we are live, and this is a special edition of the Cheats Movement Podcast. I am your host, Cheats. As always, the Cheats Movement is presented to you by the Family Podcast Network. I am really excited to try something new with all of you today. It's the first time I'm doing this. It is a special solo podcast that will be focused on a special experience my son and I had last weekend, last Sunday. We went out to Richmond International Raceway for NASCAR, and it was the first time that Cam and I have been out to NASCAR. Cam is seven, if you don't know, so it was definitely his first time he'd come out. I am well well seasoned into my 40s and believe it or not i have never been to a nascar experience at the richmond international raceway for several reasons and i'll I'll be glad to to tell you about those and get into those but i'll start with how after all of these years living in richmond knowing that nascar is such a big deal especially in richmond especially for the weekends that they're here Why was this the first time that I decided to go to Richmond International Raceway for NASCAR? For those that are following on Facebook, uh, those that are following on Twitter, and those that are following on the Cheats Movement YouTube page, feel free to drop in the chat, ask a question. I'll be glad and do my best to try to answer as many questions, either on, on behalf of myself or what I think Cam would say and Cam's experience at NASCAR as well. And let me just be clear, because I don't want to bury the lead. And overall, it was an amazing experience. NASCAR in Richmond lived up to all the hype that it's lived up to for years on years on years. I had a wonderful experience. I know that Cam had a wonderful experience. So to, to start with that, It was a really, really awesome experience to be able to see NASCAR in Richmond. Operation was top-notch. There's a new president. Um, I believe her name is Lori Lori Warner. I don't want to get that wrong, but she was phenomenal. It, It was a really, really wonderful experience that I highly recommend. I recommend anyone that hasn't been to NASCAR, no matter what background you have, no matter what you think, of NASCAR stereotypically, if you have something in your head, it was a really, really fun experience for my seven-year-old. It was a fun experience for me as a first-time goer in my 40s, and I'll get into a little bit of that as why. But again, let me reiterate, if you have any questions, you can drop them in the Facebook chat or you can drop them in the YouTube chat, and I'll be able to get those and answer those as best I can. So why now? Why 2022? Why NASCAR? Why Richmond? There's a really simple answer to that. My son Cameron got tickets. He got tickets through his camp. He's a member of the Henrico Pals, which is the Police Athletic League camp. And at first he said, he they asked, they asked him at camp, does anybody want to go to NASCAR? Do you think your parents will take you? And he didn't raise his hand. And he said he didn't know if his parents would take him. So he, he told us that that evening, this was earlier in the week, 
And I looked at him and, and laughed and said, of course we take you. We've never not taken you anywhere you want to go. Cam's an awesome kid. He, he deserves fun experiences just like everybody else. And I, I said, I'd be glad to take you. And so he went back the next day. He was upset with himself. It was really funny to see a seven-year-old upset with himself. But he was upset with himself all evening, uh, begged me to ask the counselors if there was any extra tickets the next day at camp. And I did so, and they they walked out and bought two tickets to NASCAR for Sunday's race. So he was excited for a couple of days. This was probably Thursday. He was excited all weekend, and I was excited for him just to see how excited he was. Funny funny thing about Cameron and I's relationship, I'm a huge Knicks fan. Cameron's a huge Bucks fan. He does not root for any team that I root for, and when it comes to racing, both F1 and NASCAR, we both root for the same driver. We root for Bubba Wallace in NASCAR, and we root for Lewis Hamilton. Now, Cam is a seven-year-old black man, black child. I am a black man. You can do the math on why we root for Bubba, Bubba Wallace and Lewis Hamilton, but both of those individuals, I feel, are amazing ambassadors for the sport. Bubba Wallace I was highly impressed with Bubba Wallace all you know all Sunday and all weekend as he was in Richmond. As a, as I'm always impressed with the way that he handles difficult situations with with grace, and he's done that since he's been in the public eye. And it was easy for Cam and myself both to root for Bubba Wallace. But we'll we'll get back into that. So I was really really excited that both Cam and I root for Bubba Wallace. We knew we wanted to get to the raceway super early to take in the full experience because as a parent also of a seven-year-old, I, I kind of had this theory that the, the action before the race is where it's going to be at for Cam, the midway, all of the experiences before you actually walk into Richmond International Raceway, the actual track, and actually see the race. The hours between 9 a.m. and 3 is where Cam was going to really be excited. And I will tell you this, for parents of especially younger kids, kids 10 and under, that's where it's at. That's where the action is. The action is in the midway. It's in the kid zone. It's in the simulators. And it's much, much more. Unless your kid is a savant who really understands what a short track is and, and tire strategy and how many laps are being run there. I'm sure there are kids that are really into the technical aspects of, of the cars and the race. My kid was not that this, my kid was a first time experience. He wanted to just take it all in. And the action for him was between 9am and 3pm before the race started. Uh, but let's go back from the beginning. I wanted to get there super early and we did. I was very, very much afraid of, kind of a parking parking situation and and what that would look like so we wanted to get there as early as possible the doors you can start parking at 8 a.m the race is at three three o'clock 3 30 you can start parking at 8 a.m and the midway opens at 9 a.m so i know i wanted to get there by 9 a.m and that's exactly what we did right at 9 a.m we were right there cheat code most of you know from just following the cheats movement, following our lives. We won't go into medical history, but we do, we are, um, we have a, we have special parking, uh, handicap parking, if you will. 
um, given some of the stuff we've been through in the past. Not everybody's going to have that. I will say this, just as a side note, it was great. It was a great benefit to us. It was a great benefit for people in that section. You're, you're parked very close to the midway, and that did make it easier for Cameron and I to walk from to walk from the the midway to back to our car to the midway back to our car. And I bet you we did that honestly five or six times. We would return to the car. We would eat snacks. We would drink water. We would sit outside in our lawn chairs. Pro tip: bring your lawn chair <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna spend a lot of time in the midway. You're gonna go back to your car. Bring a bring a chair. Sit outside your car, eat snacks with the family. It's awesome. It's a you know we were able to unload all the gifts that Cam got as well from all the kid zones, and we're able to put those in. A phenomenal, phenomenal experience. So we got there at nine. Midway opens up. If you don't know what the Midway is, it is amazing. It is all of the trucks with all of the merch you ever want to see followed by a kid zone, all of the stations, all of the simulators. It is overwhelming, but it is also awesome. All of the vendors, all the new cars, you get to see it all in the midway. And it's one of those things where if you've never seen it before, like Cameron and I had never seen it before, you got to take it all in because it is huge. And it's a, it's a bit overwhelming. And so we would take in parts and then we would go back to the car and we would take in more parts. But for a seven-year-old, the midway is like basically like Halloween. He's going trick-or-treating at all of these stations where they just give him a bunch of free stuff. They have bags, and they give him bags. They give him snacks. They give him sunglasses. They give him miniature cars. It is phenomenal, and he loved it, and I loved it for him. We did a kid zone scavenger hunt, which was phenomenal. We would go to all the different kid zone places and they would check the card off. And then when he gets back, he got a grand prize. He really, really enjoyed all of the kid activities in the midway, in the kid zone in particular. The kid zone had super large inflatables where you could throw footballs, throw baseballs, throw shoot hoops and basketball and the inflatable. They had uh, remote control NASCARs that you could drive. They had NASCAR simulator cars. They had a bunch of really, really cool stuff for kids. And I would say basically 12 and under. If you're at 12 and under range, you're going to have an amazing time in the kid zone. You're going to have an amazing time. In this. And don't get me wrong, adults did it too. Adults were driving the simulators. It's, it, it, is, it is an amazing experience, something I had never seen before. And it was awesome. It was so much fun. So the other thing we, we would go through we would look at all the trucks. Again, we're not as familiar with all the drivers, all the teams, but they were all out there. Super amazing merch. I've got to talk about NASCAR's kind of shirt designs and hat designs. They really could benefit. <laughs> this is where they could benefit from MLB and NBA and NFL because just the NASCAR aesthetic of clothes makes no sense to me. Like, it really does look like it's stuck and maybe early 80s-ish. And this is just the aesthetic. Like, they should have better, like, designs on their clothes. Bubba Wallace, for example, is Team Jordan. He He's driven in a car that's owned by Michael Jordan. There are no Bubba Wallace Jumpman 
merch. And there should be. It should be super cool, dry fit, like Jumpman merch for Bubba Wallace. However, every every driver in NASCAR seems to have this flawed design in their merch. If somebody, Nike, anyone, gets in there and makes some really cool NASCAR merch, it's over. It's over. I'm telling you now. Uh, but we were able to go through all the trucks, see all the drivers, see all the teams in regards to their merch stands. We found, a, I thought, a pretty cool Bubba Wallace shirt for Cam's. The first thing he did was he bought a Bubba Wallace shirt and a Bubba Wallace match car, puts the shirt on, he's set for the rest of the day. It was awesome. And he was so pumped about it. And so we go through, get our merch, starting to, you know, see all the cars, see all the all the stands, Toyota racing, let me tell you. I don't know if you're a Toyota racing fan, but they did an amazing job, an amazing job with their stage, their giveaways, and they hosted Bubba Wallace at noon at the Toyota at the Toyota stand, and he did a live photo op with Richmond Metro Boys and Girls Club, which was very cool. One of the other reasons why we, we, we're big Bubba Wallace fans. He did the block party Thursday night that featured Wale and, and African-American vendors. Then he does the Boys and Girls Club of Richmond uh, in the uh, at the noon meet and greet. They were throwing up, they were throwing out hats. They were throwing away signed Bubba Wallace gear. Meanwhile, let me be very clear. This is a long morning for a seven-year-old because it's sensory overload. He's playing all of these games, and now he's waiting. I think we started in line about 11.10 to see Bubba Wallace at noon. So he's waiting to see Bubba Wallace at noon at the Toyota stage. This is a long kind of morning sensory overload for a kid, and he did amazing. Cameron was so excited. He was so well-behaved overall. He was having a blast. And then let me tell you what happens. This is a really funny story. They're throwing away at the Toyota stage. Bubba Wallace comes out, takes pictures with the Boys and Girls Club, does an interview with a Toyota host who was really funny, great guy. And they get to throwing away autographed products and throwing away autographed products for Bubba Wallace, that Bubba Wallace is signed. And they get to the last product, and it is a kind of full-size miniature car, Bubba Wallace car that he signed. And there was this amazing kid from the Boys and Girls Club in Metro Richmond, I believe his name was Jalen, who was throwing out hats. He was helping the host. He was very charismatic. He was an amazing, amazing guest host to throw away, throw out products to the crowd. He was getting the crowd into it, doing the WWE ear. He was a phenomenal kid. So they get to the last product that's this car that Bubba Wallace signs. And everybody in our section, his cam's in the front row. He's wearing a Bubba Wallace t-shirt. And he, he just full disclosure, he's a very cute kid. He's a cam's an amazingly cute kid. And so he's in the front row. He's got his hands up. Our whole section is pointing to Cam like, give this little man the car. Give this little man the car. And so he gets excited because he thinks he's going to get this autographed Bubba Wallace car. And what the host does is he actually looks at, at Jalen, who's been helping him out all, you know, all morning, giving out hats and stuff, and says, you know what? You deserve the car signed by Bubba Wallace. And he gives Jalen the car. And everybody claps, including myself, because Jalen deserves the car. He did an amazing job. Well, guess who wasn't clapping? 
Cameron Cheatham was not clapping. He's the one seven-year-old that turns into instant pout face like, that was my car. So he got a little upset for like 15 minutes uh, of a of a full day because he didn't get the car. But he like, I think he would have got the car. Like the kid looked at Cam, everybody's pointing at Cam, and he was going to walk over and give them, Cam the car if he didn't get the car himself, which he deserved. So as a funny story, it, it put – uh, my seven-year-old in a bad mood, honestly, for like 20 minutes of, you know, seven hours, six hours, and, and and rightfully so. But we went back to the car, we regrouped, took some more snacks, he gets back out there, hits back the kid zone again, the simulators. He just had an amazing, amazing time in in the midway. Let me Let me quickly say, well, it's not quickly, let me just say about kind of understanding what we're getting into with NASCAR, understanding the efforts that NASCAR has made as an organization uh, to make sure that the environment is welcoming for uh, a black man like myself, for a black child like Cameron, for Latinos, uh, Latinx community that was was there in full full effect as well. Diversity, I can't speak for years past in NASCAR. I can't. I know that I would not have gone to NASCAR probably definitely not 10 years ago. I definitely wouldn't have gone five years ago. But I know my son was excited about, you know, seeing Bubba Wallace and I was too. I know he was excited about having experience. And there was something about what's been going on with NASCAR and as an organization, little things like Banning the Confederate flag, right? That may not seem like a big deal to a lot of people that attend NASCAR events and, and maybe try to encourage other people to go. But that was a big deal for me. Being able to know that I'm going in an environment where at least the organization was trying to be welcoming to an extent. Now, what that what, does that mean that nothing was ever going to happen at a NASCAR event that is racially insensitive? No, that doesn't mean that. There are people that are, first of all, camping out, drinking all day. <laughs> there are people that want to maintain some heritage that probably, you know, is, is ridiculous. They don't understand, per se, or they want to maintain something that they think that they might be losing by the increased numbers of diversity. However, I, will, I can only speak for myself and I can only speak for Cam. Everybody that we encountered for the entire time that we were there, were welcoming to us, were extremely courteous and polite to Cam, wanted to make conversation, wanted to, to, to you know, talk to him about his Bubba Wallace shirt and who his favorite driver was. And I would like to think that that should have been the case all the time. But what I do know is that that was the case this time. And it was extremely refreshing to see the community there live up to some of the things that people will tell us. You know, certain times you will be told, oh man, NASCAR has changed. There, you know, there's there's tons of African-Americans there. There's tons of Latinos there. there there's all this different diversity there. And everybody is, is feeling pretty good about it. However, I didn't trust it. Like, because I've never been. And I don't know if I will necessarily say that that is the overall spirit of NASCAR. 
I will say that our experience on Sunday at Richmond was one that we felt extremely comfortable about. And it is something that I would feel comfortable taking Cam again. And that's that's important. That is important. And I think that's an effort for Richmond as a raceway. I think it's an effort to the inroads that, that NASCAR is making. Long way to go. Still, still a ways to go. And I'm not saying that there were, you know, Sunday was incident free or the weekend was incident free. I can only speak for, for Cameron and my and myself. So let me take a quick break to look at the comments here. And I will get back into and close it out with actually what happened at the race for us, because I think we covered what happened before the race in the midway and the simulators. Again, concerts, tons of like live music performances. That's a suggestion. Suggestion for NASCAR overall. Hip hop. Like there was a lot of kind of country, a lot of Americana bluegrass. I think I think NASCAR would be surprised if they did have a hip hop act in the midway, do a couple of songs before. I know they had Wale at Bubba Wallace's block party. Not the same. Put them on the midway and see what happens. Put put a hip hop act on the midway and see what happens. Because I do think that obviously it will be well received. There might be some folks again that are drinking too much and be like, hip hop doesn't belong here. Hip hop belongs everywhere. I'm telling you, it'd be cool to see. Let me take a quick look at these uh, these questions, and then we'll go into uh, quickly the the second half of what happened once we got inside the race. Oh, just one comment. Of, you know, been going for years. So glad we had a wonderful time. We did have a wonderful time. Cameron had a wonderful time. I know Cameron would want to go back. I, I would be glad to take him back I, again. I felt extremely welcomed there, and. For a kid, it's like a kid in a candy store. He had a really, really fun time. We were not able – some of the suggestions I got beforehand was to see if I could get a scanner to so to be able to listen to some of the kind of audio interfaces during the race. I'll get to this later. I'm glad I didn't get a scanner. One, scanners were sold out. You can't get a scanner at the day of the race. But I'm glad I didn't because we didn't actually stay at the race very long. The, the, the stuff that we're talking about – pregame uh was our was our long part of the day and we actually did not stay at the race very long let me just see shout out my girl karen from richmond family uh did you encounter anything that was absolutely too adult for cam <laughs> a drunk guy spilled a drink on one of my kids earlier the folk fest it was a bummer so too adult for cam no no, we didn't encounter anything that was too adult for Cam per se. But there, are, but look, people are drinking all day. There are performances, and you know, people are acting like it's a, a live. You know, it's a live concert. They do live concert things. There are things that certain simulators and stuff that were built for adults. But I didn't really encounter anything because. The kids zone is also a bit sectioned off, and there so there's areas for kids. There's areas for people that may you know want to drink and and do other things. There are giveaways that are for adults. Like if you're giving away, I think it was like hard lemonade or or white claws or something like that. Those are for adults. But there was nothing in the midway that I would specifically say, oh Cameron can't you know he can't even walk over into that area. 
but the kid zone is the kid zone. That's there's there's I will say this in regards to the midway and all of this stuff around there. There are things specifically designed for kids at the NASCAR event that again about twelve and under can spend all day there, and they would really really enjoy it. They don't have to worry about the things that are built for adults, and there's there are cool things that are built for adults, but it's not anything that we would have to keep our kid away from. With that said. Somebody can spill a beer on Cam at the Squirrels game. We go to we go to a ton of Squirrels games all year long, all summer long. We love it. Somebody can spill a beer, you know, knock Cam over, knock me over. They could do something just about anywhere. So I would say that NASCAR has done a great job making it kid friendly. Doesn't necessarily mean it's good, you know, it's it's you know, devoid of accidents per se. Um Let's quickly talk about what happened at three o'clock when we actually went inside and saw some of the race. First and foremost, the gate that we went to, we went inside, was completely on the opposite end of our seats. So Cam and I both got the full walk the track experience of walking the entire track to get to section N. We were in section N. We parked all the way across the track. So it was a good it was a good walk. It was a it was a good walk to get to our section, get to our seat, sat out, sit down. Obviously, if you remember Sunday, it was one of the it was glorious. It was one of the best days of the year. It wasn't overly hot. Once we as soon as we walked in, one of the attendants, we had earplugs, we we were told how loud NASCAR would be. We had Beats headphones to cover our ears. We had earplugs. As soon as we walked in, one of the attendants gave us another set of earplugs. The food, the vendor food inside is just think about any type of, you know, food festival type vending festival in Richmond, any type of concert festival on steroids. They had everything. They had every kind of food type of vending that you could get. Cameron, Unbeknownst to me, I don't know why I can't answer this. Decided he wanted Papa John's. Of all the food choices, it was a, I think, probably the worst decision he made of the day. However, he got Papa John's. We walked over, sat down. Very, very cool racer introductions. Very cool. So they come out of the smoke. They introduce all the racers. People are cheering for them. They do a kind of a ceremonial lap to get to their car. It was That was so cool. It was so awesome. National Anthem, fireworks go off, there's pyro, there's a flyover. I think there were two flyovers in Richmond before they said drivers start your engines. All of that stuff, we got to our seats, all of that stuff happened. We're loving it. It's phenomenal. When the race starts, it is loud. There is no way around it. You've got, you know, 36-plus cars on the track, big engines are going super fast, it is a loud experience. Put your put your earplugs in. Get some get some things to cover your ears. Some headphones to cover your ears. But it is it is loud and it's cool, man. They you can feel the 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 power of the cars going around the track. It's so awesome. It is very very cool. However, or, or not even however, because there's no however. It's very cool. It's loud. It's powerful. They're going fast. It, it's a cool experience. What I will say is that it gets – Richmond is a short track. I didn't fully understand what that meant until you get there and you see it. It gets a bit redundant early on. 
fuck? I mean, we made it to about 60 laps. I look over at Cam. He look. He gives me the look like, all right, I've seen what this is. I get it. I've basically seen all, all I want to see. And I'm like, we're at lap 60. All right, what do you think, bud? He looks at me and says, hey, you know, I'm good. That means he's, let's, let's start walking back. I said, well, hold on. And I leaned over to the person next to me and said, we're at lap 60. I guess that was about probably about 35, 45 minutes. And I was like, how long is the race? And the person beside me says, 400 laps. At that point, we were like, we're good. So, again, not understanding the strategy of the of like the race, not understanding when to pit, when to load up, when to change tires. It got a little bit redundant about what's, you know, they're just going around the track, going around the track, going around the track. And so we left at around 60 lap 60 lap 75 and we we had we called it a day. We got in our cars, we drove home. We were home in time to see 200 of the 400 laps. We saw 200 of the 400 laps from our house after being at Richmond International Raceway from 9 a.m. till about 4:30, 5 o'clock. And I will tell you, for a seven-year-old, that was that was perfect. That was fine for him. That's kind of like a full day of camp, full day of school, a little bit longer than that. But I think he was so excited about everything that he didn't really notice that he even was tired until the actual race started. So we got home. We had a great time. Um, we, you know, I, I recommend it for, for, for kids. I recommend it for people that really, you know, kind of have never seen a new experience in Richmond. It was a new experience for me. It was a new experience for my son. It was something that we could do together, something that we could root for our driver, Bubba Wallace, together. It was That was a lot of fun. And I think we just, ha- we just had a great time. So with that said, that's it. We went about 30 minutes. We're in the books now. Uh, I appreciate everyone that supports the Cheats Movement podcast. Fun fact, if you didn't notice, Richmond Magazine, the fan vote, we were voted best local podcast for Richmond Magazine. I really appreciate everyone that voted for us and everyone that I bribed to vote for us because there was a lot of arm twisting to get that done. (laughs) But no, I really, really appreciate the support throughout the years. I told Aria that it felt a lot like a Lifetime Achievement Award because let's just face it, we haven't done as many podcasts this summer. We haven't had as many guests. There's just so much that we're doing with our family and we enjoy that. And so we'll be back doing more things like this. And I hope you enjoyed this and I'll be able to uh, talk about other topics and answer other questions as we move along, but really, really appreciate the support Richmond international raceway, NASCAR fun experience, fun for the entire family and Richmond until next time we see it.